welcome to episode 80 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john all right so this week we actually have part two of our guilds of ravnica set review thingamajigger so i think i'm a struggle huh <laughs> i think i'm a struggle wow it's late man i'm tired <laughs> uh our podcasts are hard um i have a rant in this episode yeah i get kind of i get kind of steamy in the brain so <laughs> you do it was it was a rant but all right so i'm uh yeah listen to, listen to the rest of it and enjoy all right bomb or bust card so this card will either be great or completely unplayable and who the hell knows what end it's going to end up on John, is this? Did I pick a free space as well? No, this card is legit complicated. Okay. So, uh, my bomber bust card is mission briefing. Uh, so it is blue blue, for an instant, at rare. Surveil two, then choose an instant or sorcery card in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. If that card would be put into your graveyard this turn. Exile it instead. Yes. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure, man. <laughs> so, the, like, that's a power. That's a powerful line of like those lines of text are. Those good. lines of text are insanely good. Yep. Like, all, everyone is referring to this card as Snapcaster Mage. Or the second yeah. coming of Snapcaster Mage. Obviously, a little yeah. less powerful, but potentially better. There's some hyperbole there. You can there. feasibly cast this card with no cards in your graveyard and still get value off of it. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Sometimes you got to get lucky, right? Like, whatever. So, the best analogy I've heard about this card is a really, really simple one. Mm-hmm. And that is the difference between Eternal Witness and Recollect. Yeah. Recollect is two colors and a green sorcery. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Eternal yep. Witness is two colors and a green. Or sorry, it's colors green. No, one, one green. Colors green green for a 2-1 that when it enters the battlefield, return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Eternal Witness yeah. has et- has an eternal pedigree of being amazing. Yep. Recollect yep. has never seen play in anything ever because it's bad. Because yep. a two exactly a one body matters. That and that's what I'm thinking. Like so, basically, what Mission Briefing is doing is taking Snapcaster Mage's ability, make making it harder to cast, and. Giving you a tiny bit of upside with the surveil piece. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, the big question is, is is a 2-1 body, or is the lack of a 2-1 body worth having to pay two blue mana instead of one and a blue, and also, and, and the upside is getting the little thing. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, this card could be really good. Yeah, like, but the, I'm not sure, man. The big thing that is different between this card and Snapcaster Mage is Snapcaster gives the card flashback. Yes, yeah. just says you may cast that card this turn, which means you get to play alternate costs. Oh, that's relevant. That is very relevant. Like the one that someone pointed out is you can exile a card from your hand and pay a life to flashback a Force of Will for two blue mana. I don't think that's good enough, but it's no. It just adds to the complexity of the it's whole thing. <laughs> noteworthy, right? Like it's super yeah. interesting, and like I'm honestly unsure where this card falls because, like, Snapcast <laughs> Ambush Viper beats are real. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, I, I have. I have saddled up and ridden a Snapcatcher Mage to victory many yeah. times. Ten attacks. <laughs> Get there. It happens. Oh, this yeah. This card oh, cannot yeah. do that. Yeah. This card... Like, I don't think it's good enough, but maybe it's good. Like, <laughs> like you don't play Snapcaster Mage in Storm decks. 
No. You could feasibly play this in Storm decks. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Like, this card kinda has vague impressions of Yogmoth's Will because you just get to cast the card. Yeah. But Yogmoth's Will lets you cast anything as to where this is only its sorceries. Like, I don't know. There's so much insane complexity to this card that, like, my default is this card is not good enough. That's kind of my default too, but you start looking at it and you're like, well, maybe. I don't know, man. Like, like that's why it's yeah. in this list, I guess. It's not card disadvantage because you are mm-hmm. trading a card for a card. You do get to effectively yep. cast the card in your graveyard for free. So it's basically two mana, draw the best instant and sorcery out of your graveyard. You have to cast this yep. card. And I mean, you get the upside of surveilling too. Yeah, like. I'm just not sure. I'm expecting this card to get cast against me in standard, and I'm probably going to think it's not good enough. But then, like, every once in a while, my opponent's going to flashback a freaking set of the wreckage, and I'm going to get blown the hell out by it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. just unsure how to feel about this card. It can, it could be great. It could be bad. Who really knows? I certainly as hell don't. Like, <laughs> like a 2-1 body is so relevant, but at the same time, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes it sometimes it literally doesn't matter. Like Ooh. alternate costs are a thing. Yeah. But, okay. Well, well, that there there's our thoughts on that one. John, what do you do? You have any on this? <laughs> there's list? our thoughts on that one. We don't got a damn clue. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of this yeah. category. Is, is holy shit? What the hell's going I, on? I actually right. have multiple that I want to talk about. And oh. I'm not going to lie, some of these were because I really thought I, w- oh, I really wanted to talk about them. I didn't know where to put them, so I put them here. So, <laughs> one of them is a pseudo audible mention for one of the best reprints, but there's better things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I, I have that as one of my honorable mentions. <laughs> so, Narcomiva. Yeah, buddy. Colorless, blue, 1-1, one, one, flying. If this card would be put into your graveyard from your library, you may put it into play instead. You don't cast it, you put it into play. Put it onto the battlefield. Not yep. the most relevant thing, but kind of relevant. It is, it is relevant when you have Surveil in the set. Dark Amoeba was printed as an uncommon in Future Sight. Yep. Dark Amoeba has been rarity shifted up to a rare so my conspiracy theory about this card is in my okay. in my humble opinion a free 1-1 flyer is not broken in limited this does not look no, to not be really. the type of limited format where a 1-1 flyer is going to go all the way I mean it is no. literally sitting next to a 1-2 flyer for two, that whenever it yep. attacks, you surveil one. Brick walls it right yep. away, right? I think yep. this is a plant for standard. I would agree. The fact, or it's just such a perfect reprint for the set. I but... that I agree, it's a perfect reprint because of surveil. But the fact, like, if you print it because of surveil, you print it at uncommon to gain that sweet little draft value. You don't print it at yeah, rare. Fair. Rare yeah, means you want people to try and crack packs for it. I think, like, yeah. I think this is a plant for a deck that Watsi thinks is going to be in standard. I could be wrong, hence why this is bomb or bust. This card could be bonkers. I hope it's bonkers. And <laughs> I'm super happy that I get to play with my playset of Future Sight Narcomibas. If this card. I love Narcomiva. <laughs> it's just a sweet little value card that winds up oh my God, it's so doing cool. broken shit. <laughs> it's such a it's such a Johnny card because you look at the card and you're like, oh man, there has to be a way to make this work. I get a sweet one one flyer for free. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and then you see the card uh Dread Return and you're like, oh god, what And you're you like, shit, son. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> yeah, but so yeah. Narcomiba, sweet, sweet, sweet Ugh. ass magic card, and yeah, right. that's that's my thing. Yeah. I'm expecting Narcomiba to be a thing. Cross fingers. This next one I don't think is good enough, but it's worth talking about. 
I agree. This one has some really powerful lines of text on it. <laughs> yeah. Mausoleum Secrets. Colorless yep. Black Instant. That's huge. I know. <laughs> that is... Uh, that's something right there. That's... It has no other text. It's just a colorless, but no, I'm kidding. It's just a black instant. No. All right, continue. Undergrowth. Search your library for a black card with converted mana costs less than or equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Then shuffle your library. Man. Correct me if I'm wrong. We don't really get black instant speed tutors ever. Uh, we don't really get instant speed tutors to your hand ever. Not since the the tutors, the like the OG, like the mystical tutor and worldly tutor cycle, right? Oh, and those were those were top of library. True, true. This is this is to your hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a black card. Yes, it specifies it has to be a black card, and it yeah. has it is based. Off the the number of creatures in your graveyard, which is another very taxing effect. Like, yeah. There is so much that has to go right for this card to be good. But if this card winds up being good. Oh, daddy. It's going to be busted. Yeah. I don't think it's good enough. But. I've played my fair share of graveyard based value decks before. And that's what this is. <laughs> like, yeah, th- like there's a lot of words on this card that I'm sure were put there with the specific intent of making this not broken. <laughs> but there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's also yeah, a lot there's... of words that could make this broken. So yeah, like that that card has a lot going for it and stuff like that. Honestly, I'm hoping for like a black graveyard deck of some sort but with that does dumb shenanigans but i mean i got a salt list going on in my head so you gotta write that bs down so i can build it on arena when they finally get back up yeah so many wild cards (laughs) we'll earn them eventually but okay is that all you have for this job i have a third bomber bust card all right this one is also really interesting I think this is more on the bomb side, if I'm being completely honest. This card is called Risk Factor. Two colorless and a red. Instance. Once again. Relevant. Target opponents may have Risk Factor deal four damage to them. If that player doesn't, draw three cards. Those listening along at home, that probably sounds a lot like Browbeat. Except Browbeat. I was going to say, how good is an instant speed Browbeat? Browbeat deals five, but it's a sorcery. But wait, there's more. Jump starts. That's the relevant line of text right there. That is an insanely relevant line of text. So, Browbeat is not good enough. Browbeat has never been good enough. Browbeat will never be good enough. Giving your op- I like Browbeat. Browbeat is sweet, <laughs> but giving your opponent options is bad. You yep. should never do it because you will probably they they will always choose the one that is least beneficial for you. Oh yeah. Quick question. Yes. With this being is so this being target opponent is better than Browbeat being any opponent, right? Yes, because Browbeat was really bad in multiplayer games. Yeah. Except, like, what could happen is, like, you cast it, and one guy's like, I'm not going to pay life, and the other guy's like, I'm not going to pay life, and the other guy's like, well, they're not going to pay life, I'm not going to pay life. It's like, eh, I guess I'll draw three. The fact yep. this targets okay. is super relevant. The fact that it has, like, the problem with Browbeat is if the, your opponent's life total is high, they'll just take five. If your opponent's life total is low, they'll just let you draw three cards. And, like, yeah, it sucks you drew three cards, but they didn't take five, and your draws can brick. This has the innate card filtering with jumpstart, where you just get, you just get to pitch a extra land you drew and recast it again. And like, does your opponent really want to take eight? 
Probably not. Yeah. Does your opponent want to let not. you draw six cards? Probably, Probably not. not. Like, there's a lot of weirdness going on with this card, and I legit think it might be really good. Huh. So. Yeah. Well. I hope so. This is, like, a really good browbeat. And that's not something that we get very often. I was going to say, I never thought you'd say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, risk factor. Uh, Thumbs up. Maybe. I, Hopefully. It's been a while since I got to play a burn deck in standard. This might let me play a burn deck in standard. Who knows? <laughs> well, maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll get there. Yeah. Alright, what we got next? What we... We got going on in life. All right, so best reprint. So, quick honorable mention to Narco Amoeba because hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> hell yeah, Narco Amoeba. Hell yeah. Um, actually, another quick honorable mention that's super super random. Uh, Luminous Bonds is getting a reprint again, <laughs> and I I like that card. It's a good card. It is perfectly reasonable I, for I, what it does. I like that card in limited. I think it's a better print than. Uh, pacifism. I like I like having it be three mana. I think it creates more choices. That's fair. But okay, I know it's kind of random, but worth. Uh, so my actual um uh, favorite reprint is Iron Shell Beetle. <laughs> what is this card originally even from? <laughs> Onslaught. Oh no, Judgment. All right. Uh, let me double check. I think it's Judgment actually. Um, fun fact. That yeah, it's judgment. Um, Andy gave me a copy, a set of four of these for that uh, plus one plus one counter deck I played for a long time. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and, I, and I played him for a while, which is why I'm picking it because I get a kick out of this card. This but reminds. Uh, yeah. Sorry, continue. Go. I was just gonna say, Iron Shield Beetle is one in a green creature insect one one. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. There we go. I don't remember what it was, but there was a core set that had a card like this that was very, very similar. Bond Beetle from M13. Yeah, Bond Beetle. And I actually really, really <laughs> liked Bond Beetle. I love Bond Beetle also. I don't, know, I don't know why I liked it so much, but it's like it was just good value. It's like plus one, plus one counters are a pretty big deal to just throw in whatever the hell you want. Like, yeah. that is a uh, thing. So, yeah, Bond Beetle is, is a, an 0-1 for one that puts a plus one, plus one counter on a creature. So Yeah. Less good, but I don't know. I played Bond Beetles over this actually, but yeah, I mean Bond Beetles is just like a free chump blocker, and now you're three threes a four four. Like that's pretty yeah. good, exactly. So that's what I yeah. All right, like yeah, Iron I read Beetle. this. Iron Shell Beetles, sweet, yeah. yeah. I read this. I'm like, I know this effect. I have no idea what it does. <laughs> or, I have no idea yeah. what it's from. All right, cool, cool. Take it away. All right, uh, I also have an honorable mention. Yep, uh, it is a EDH honorable mention. That is Chromatic Lantern. Thumbs which up. Love it. I'm pretty sure at one point it was almost 20, bu 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. So Chromatic Lantern is a three-mana artifact attached to a man of any color, and lands you control have tap to add one man of any color to your mana pool. Yep. Worst card ever to play with on Magic Online. <laughs> really, really good card for EDH purposes because it literally yeah. is the perfect mana fixer. I need or, one more of these for my door deck. So <laughs> I say, or if you're playing mono five color mono green like Fletcher, it's also really good for that. So you know. yeah, five color mono green door. <laughs> uh, my actual favorite reprint is a card that has not been seen since Fate Reforged. Like that's a long time ago. <laughs> it's been a while. Long it's enough, been it's it hasn't been seen since almost the last Ravnica set. Fair. Hey, well, two sets after last Ravnica set, yep. or two oh, okay. after Whatever. Fate reforged. Disdainful stroke. Colorless blue. Instant counter target spell with converted mana cost four or greater. Sweet. Boy, howdy! This is such a great counter spell. I love disdainful stroke. This is a cool card. I like, like this one. You were always up mana, mm -hmm. and it is almost always great. This was in the set with Siege Rhino. And you know what felt great? Countering a Siege Rhino for two mana. Oh, yeah. Like, this card saw actual main deck play in that format. Because, because it was Siege Rhino. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, not even that. Like, 
the th- the issue with like main decking essence scatters and um, negates is sometimes they're just dead. Disdainful mm-hmm. Stroke was pretty much never dead against any deck. Like it was always him. Disdainful Stroke was almost never dead against anything except for one deck. That wasn't even good. <laughs> that was fine. It has its moments. <laughs> yeah, heroic just got under this, and it didn't even do it. Like, yeah, it's like okay, you got a brick in your hand. <laughs> yeah, the their their two of main deck card was a brick against the deck that was a million protection spells. Anyways, yep. Oh no. Oh, Either no. way, disdainful stroke is sweet. I really like it, and the fact that cards like Teferi are sticking around and mm-hmm. other such shenanigans like disdainful stroke is sweet. I really like it as a reprint. And I really like the interesting dichotomy you have between Essence Scatter and Negate, Disdainful Stroke, and all that stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like that, like, you have a counterspell that's really, really good in certain situations, but it's really bad in other ones, so I like the, I like the decision-making process. Yep. The art's interesting. Uh, yeah, like, I dig it. It's like a, just a Demir dude cutting up an actual Orzavian proclamation. It's like, alright, you're cool. Alright, sure. You do right. you. You do you, boo. So, same stroke. Moral story. Yep. Same stroke, sweet card. Thumbs up. <laughs> not, a, not a ton of reprints in this set, but... No, there was actually... I was surprised how few there were. Yeah, most of them are lands, uh, but like... You know. Which are boring. Yeah. I mean, in some of the reprints, it was like, fine. You know, like... I'm glad it's in the set, but Globin Electromancers being in the set, like being print, reprinted and being the exact same art, it's like, okay. Yeah. They, right, they changed the flavor text. All right, sure, yeah. whatever. Like, we, we Dragonauts is cool, though. Yeah, seeing We Dragonauts in is sweet, and that card's probably like, it's yet another payoff for playing the Is It deck in Limited. Like, yeah. you know, it's too expensive to see playing Standard and dies to Lightning Strike. So does everything. Probably not going to have sex to play, but dice yeah. to assassin's trophy. <laughs> dice to assassin's trophy. Yep. All right. <sighs> Biggest miss. Gonna... Um, I had a tough time with this one. I was uh, intrigued by your choice, actually. So, it's kind of a weird reason too. And. I don't know if this is honestly the biggest miss. I just I had a really tough time finding it, finding an appropriate card for this. Uh, so I picked Bounty Agent. Um, so one in a white for a two two vigilance. Tap sacrifice Bounty Agent. Destroy target legendary permanent that's an artifact creature or enchantment. I absolutely hate reading that line of text. It just is it, terrible. <sighs> Like I, I get I get what it's saying. Like I understand totally what it's saying. It's probably the correct way to say it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Like I just I don't get it. Like, is it really that bad if it kills a planeswalker? Maybe. <sighs> I like, guess is it really that bad if it kills a land? Like, oh, it can kill your opponent's flipped as Kanta? Sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a two-two for two with vigilance. Like it's clearly a standard plant, right? Like yeah, this is not a limited. It's a card. good enough card, but it's know. just like it's not that good. It's fine. Yeah. It's sure whatever. I don't know. Like I wish it just said yeah, destroy target legendary permanent. Like honestly, I would actually be more okay if they said destroy target legendary artifact, legendary creature, or legendary enchantment. You just have it all out there. I just hate the way it's written it's just absolutely stupid yeah the ability is just like this feels like a card that's just it just went through a lot of development phases like, like I, I feel yeah got, i feel like it just passed has, back and forth yeah i don't know but, uh, as i said it's kind of a weak weak choice but i just i don't know it just annoys me that's the only card that like annoyed me the whole way but you have some opinions on this i think don't you yeah we're I need. We're going to talk about the actual card that I have uh, okay. issue with first. Apparently, I don't know how to spell. Don't mind me. There we are. Oh, all right. I forgot the A. That's why. I'm bad at spelling. Deal with it. All right. The card that I have a problem with. It's called Deafening Clarion. Colorless red. 
white. Sorcery. Choose one or both. Deafening Clarion deals three damage to each creature. Creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn. Okay. What the hell kind of development hell resulted in this card? It's just like, it's it feels so disjointed. Yeah, like... The thing that I, like, one of the things that I saw someone say that actually kind of makes sense is why is the lifelink car part the second ability? It yeah. should be the first ability because it's the one that's always going to do something, right? Like, why would you ever not want to give your creatures lifelink? Even if you have zero creatures, just give them lifelink. Who gives a shit? Right? Like, yeah. like this is obviously the three mana, three damage board wipe in red for this set. Like, yeah, like, the, you, you gotta have it. We always have it. But it's just like <laughs> my favorite question on Twitter also was what would happen if someone turned this in for a card they created in the great designer search? What would Morrow say? Oh, I'm sure he would ream them. Like, it just it's so weird and it's so disjointed and I just I really, really wanna read the development notes behind this card. Like, I wanna know what it started out with and how it got to this point. Yeah. Like God damn. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the that's the only grievance you had, I'm guessing. I have another one. <laughs> this stems from an attack on my person. This is insulting <laughs> to me on a uh, to, to my very being and this is literally the entire is it guild a lot of the cards are just shit <laughs> like I am honest to god insulted that Niv Mizzet Perun himself the creator of the Is It League, and while yes, he's not the current leader of the Is It League because Ralzair took it over, is not even mythic. He is the only guild leader in the set that isn't mythic because he's not good enough. Like, I, I like a lot of the jumpstart cards. Like, I feel like they were really, really, really worried about jumpstart being too good, and so they just had to make them bad. Like, tap target creature. This card deals two damage to that creature's controller. For colorless blue, red, instant with jumpstart. Like, it's like a really bad shock combined with a really mediocre tap effect that you can cast again. Like, sure, whatever. Like, the, the split card, the is it one I was talking about? Like, mm -hmm. it's, there's so much going on that just makes it, like, all the other ones are really good. Like, they have a lot of, like, utility to them, right? Like, so you have... There, here's the Golgari one. Find and Finality. Find. Return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. All right, sure. I played Wandering Death before. Finality. You may put two plus one plus one counters on a creature you control. Then all other... All creatures get minus four, minus four in the end of the turn. That's six mana. So you have a two mana Wandering Death or a six mana pseudo board wipe that, that that's just really, really good and limited. Like, that's... It has good play mm -hmm. to it, right? Like, yeah. it's never dead. The Demir one. Gain con for four mana. Gain control of target creature with power two or less. All right. That's a I little mean. overcosted, but it's fine. I take it. Right? It's a four mana threats of disloyalty. It's still card advantage. It's sure. Oh, yeah. And then you have Concoct. Uh, sorcery. Surveil three. The returning creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Ooh. That's a freaking raise dead. That's really goddamn good. Uh, the Slesnia one, Assure and Assemble. Assure, uh, two hybrids, Slesnia. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature that that creature gains indestructible until end of turn. That's a pretty good combat trick. That's actually really good. Assemble, four colorless, green, white, instant. Create three, two, two, green and white elf knight creature tokens with vigilance. Six mana for six powered instant speed is bonkers. Yep. That's a hell of a ambush wiper. I know. One second. I need to find the Boros one. Where is it? Real quick. It's probably down below, and I'm just yeah. It's all, it's all the way at the bottom. Just want to keep just keep reiterating this, just because it hurts my soul. 
Drive response, response and resurgence. Response deals five damage to target attacking or blocking a creature for two hybrid Boros. That is a card that already has been seen print and sees play in literally every limited deck ever. Right? Mm -hmm. It's a removal spell. It's fine. Resurgence. Three colorless, red, white, sorcery. Creatures you control gain first strike and vigilance until end of turn. After this main phase, there is an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. That is a closer. That will slam the door in someone's face. Holy shitballs. Right? All four of those cards are good. Yep. This is is it one. Two is it man or two is it mana. Instant. Copy target instant or sorcery spell with convert a mana cost four or less. You may choose new targets for the copy. Why is it a restricted fork? Is fork too powerful? Like is like like since when is reverberate too good? Yeah, right. Suddenly it's too good though. Got to you got to you got to tone that back. You know, you can't copy your opponent's five mana removal spell in black. That's not allowed. Got to be converted mana cost four or less. Then explosion X blue blue red red. Explosion deals X damage to any target. Target player draws X cards. So for the low low cost of six mana, you can shock someone and draw two cards. That is shit. Like. If you're not casting this card for 10, it feels bad. Like, both car halves of this card are atrocious. And this just, like, sums up is it to me right now. It's like, Niv-Mizzet is red, 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 blue, blue, blue for a 5-5 five, five flying can't-be-countered dragon. Whenever you draw a card, it deals 1 damage to any target. Whenever a player casts an instant sorcery spell, draw a card. Why is its mana cost so restrictive? Like, that is ridiculously hard to cast, even if your dedicated is a deck. Like, Ionize. Instant, colorless, blue, red. Counter target spell. Ionize deals two damage to that spell's controller. This is a rare. Alright? Don't get me wrong. It's a fine rare. It's a counter spell with upside. We get those. That's the thing we live in. Let's talk about Sinister Sabotage. Colorless, blue, blue, instant. Counter target spell. Surveil one. Unless I am playing the most aggro tempo deck ever, I would rather Surveil than shock my opponent. Oh, yeah. Because Surveil is just good. Scrying is great. It smooths out your draws. Like, this uncommon is just, in my mind, a better card. I don't get why Ionize is rare. Like, like it would be cool if Ionize had, like, Jumpstart on it. That would be sweet. I want a Jumpstart Counterspell. Take, get rid of that BS bullshit deal 2 damage to my opponent. Give this card jumpstart, and it deserves to be a rare. Right? Like, why is, is it so weak compared to everyone else? I love it when you get riled up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 10-minute goddamn rant. It's like, uh... It's not that you're done reading half the set, right? <laughs> But like you get my point, right? Oh, I get like, your point. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think uh, you have some fair grievances. Beacon bolts, colorless, red, blue, sorcery deals damage to our creature equal total number of instant sorcery cards you own in exile and in graveyard. Jump start. Why does it have to be a sorcery? It only hits creatures. <laughs> God damn it! I can literally. I'm. I'm done. I'm. I'm. I'm going to yeah. stop reading cards. I can literally talk about every single is it card except for like two. And explain why it's bad. God damn. God damn. You need a hug, man. God damn. I just want my guild to be good. That's all I want. I like I'm playing is it in all four of the pre-releases I'm playing in. And I know my decks are gonna be bad. And I'm hey, my guild's finally good. I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's fair. Your guild is finally not shit. <laughs> I I will give you that. Your guild is finally okay. But it's like even back, like, is it wasn't even that good in Return to Ravnica either. It was fine. Like, Overload's a really powerful mechanic. There's some really powerful effects. Mm -hmm. But it's just so disjointed, like, even in Limited. It's just... Ugh. It's okay, man. Is it is sweet. Why you gotta do this to me, Watsy? Why you have to literally damage my personal being? <laughs> So, card you had to read twice. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to move on from you. 
Yep. All right. So this is just the easiest choice ever. Like, so the yes. card you had, you read, and you're like, I have no idea what that did, and had to read it like another time to actually figure out what it's doing. I'm just gonna point out this is also my choice. Like Fletcher literally wrote this card name, and I just wrote Ditto. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think there is another choice. And I have, I actually have another <laughs> card to talk about really quick. But like, A this pseudo is honorable mention. Thing. Yeah. So easy Nullhide Ferox. Yes. So two green green for a 6-6 six, six beast at Mythic. Um, Hexproof. You can't cast non-creature spells. So two generic to activate. Nullhide Ferox loses all abilities until end of turn. Any player may activate this ability. That's then, a throwback. And then a static ability. Boy, here. <laughs> yep, and then a static ability here. Um, if a, or another ability. If a spell or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard no or hide Ferox, put it onto the bot onto the battlefield instead of into your graveyard. Like Because fuck Nicol Bolas. Because what the shit is going on with this card? Like <laughs> What like God damn <laughs> like, there's just so much text on it. Like, and it's like, cause you're reading and you're like, okay. And then you're like, okay, that's a weird thing. And then you're like, what? And then you're like, why? Like, <laughs> like when I first saw this card, I literally thought, are they reprinting Liliana the Veil? It feels like they're reprinting Liliana the Veil. Cause we now have this and that white enchantment from core set 19. That what if you discard it, you make a four, four avatar. It's like, yeah. I think they're really, really, really terrified of Nicol Bolas Ravager seeing like a lot of play, I think. Because there's so much hate for him. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Like really? <laughs> like this card's just playable straight up, isn't it? Yeah, this card is just this card is already solid on its own. It's a six six trample for four with hexproof. Well, it's not it doesn't have trample. Oh, it doesn't have trample? Fine. It's a six six for four with Hexproof. This card's yeah. already fine. This card is already better than Carnage Tyrant. <laughs> Take that, Carney T. Get wrecked. At this like, card, you can't, you can't even cast non-creature spells. <laughs> like, oh no, in your green deck that wants to cast big dumb idiots can't cast non-creature spells. Whatever will you do, kill them with your 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, wait for your opponent to activate that stupid ability and then f wreck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, goddamn, this card. Like, I'm going to have to reread this card every time someone's like, I, oh, yeah. like, I saw this card, and then two hours later, I'm like, man, I can't wait to kill this card with the Chupacabra. And, like, it confuses shit out of you. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? And I had to reread I'm like, oh, it has hexproof, not can't be the target of spells or, or spells. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, I had to well, it's like, like you can do it with your Chupa, you just gotta do it. Yeah, you just got to do it on six, but. <laughs> yeah, like, sure, whatever. Like, you got. Yeah, that card was just a giant. Like that card's a hot mess, honestly. Like, just like what the shit. So, all right. So my like pseudo runner up for this is Vicious Rumors, which is a black for a sorcery at common. Vicious Rumors deals one damage to each opponent. Each opponent discards a card, then puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. You gain one life. I like, love that little like that last line on the end is like what the shit. Like this is a card that I'm gonna like play and I'm gonna basically have to go down it and go okay check that off, check that off, check that <laughs> off. like because there's just so many like disjointed pieces happening with the whole thing. It's like okay, all right. It's like like well I'm not gonna cast this card. Let's just be honest. But <laughs> you shouldn't cast this card. Yeah. But if I had a stroke and did, I'd be like, okay, I'd play this card. And I'd be like, all right, opponent, uh, lose one life. And they'd be like, okay. And then they'd jot that down. I'd be like, okay, uh, discard a card. They'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, okay, uh, mill the top card. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, uh, I have to gain a life. And then I write it down. Like... <laughs> you So I have a dream. Like, this card is going to see play at the pre-release. Oh my god, it will. It's going to happen. Everyone's it's like, going to happen. people are going to be like, this card is great. I'm like, you're garbage. That's <laughs> how I react to everything. But I have a dream. This card is not good. I have, I have such a dream. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mulligan to six. I'm going to keep on top. My opponent's going to be on the play. And they're going to be like, turn one, vicious rumors you. And I'm like, all right, uh, I'll go to 19. I will put my 
Ferox into play, and I will mill my Narc Amoeba. Get the uh, bitch. <laughs> I just like I I will like sideboard like in cards to make this dream happen if I see my opponent cast this. Like I will uh, mulligan into oblivion to make this a reality. And it's gonna be like the first time someone casts this card and they get null hide ferox, it's gonna feel so good. Oh my god, it will. It's, it's gonna be like this be is what happens so if you play terrible ass cards. It's like, uh. it's like turn one this i'm like all right six six my turn you're at 14 what now what now yeah <laughs> my turn one play a land attack for six <laughs> like, uh. like what you gonna do die yeah. that's what like god damn <laughs> uh. <Shit>. okay <laughs> yeah with your mythic and rare um don't care. Okay. I will make it happen. <laughs> it, it, we will make this happen. But, okay. Uh, All right, John. I understand we got some cards that we just we just need to talk about here. They don't fit in any of our categories nicely, but we got to have some honest discussions about a few things. All right. All right. First, we're going to talk about the biggest are you really? Really? I'm sorry. What? That I've heard since the spoiler season has started. Creeping chill. <laughs> uh, speaking of utterly garbage cards that people like to play for some weird ass reason. Three colorless and a black sorcery. Creeping chill deals three damage to each opponent and you gain three life. Some people may realize that this is very, very similar to Sovereign Spite, which was unplayable garbage. Yes. But people still played. This is twice the freaking cost. Yeah, but it, it has, has upside, that, John. It has, it, has, upside. it has upside. When Creeping Chill is put in your graveyard from your library, you may exile it. If you do, Creeping Chill does three damage to each opponent, and you gain three life. Which means people are going to be playing this pile of garbage so they can surveil it into their graveyard and get a free lightning helix. It only hits your opponent. And I'm going to lose games to this card. It's going to make me sad. Yep. But that's not why we're talking about it today. Yep. We're talking about it today because everyone who plays Dredge is dumb. Are people really just pissing their pants over this card in Dredge? There is talk about building a different style of Dredge deck to take advantage of this card. Because it's uncounterable. It helps hedge your burn matchups because burn is actually like a potentially bad matchup. And this is like a free main deckable hate card against that. It's uncounterable, so it gives you reach against your control opponents. Uh, huh. This card is garbage. Play real magic cards. I will honestly be... I will never play Dredge again if this becomes the go-to thing to play in Dredge decks. <laughs> this card is bad. If it was three damage to creature or player, sure. All right. I'm fine with that. That'd be good, yeah. That'd be sweet. Four, like, they, I played five mana deal three to a creature gain three. Like, I'll play four mana for that as a sorcery. That's fine. I'll play that in, I'll play that in a dredge deck. That's sweet. I get to play all the lightning helixes. It only goes face. It's bad. Yep. The shit. <laughs> all right. This is a soapboxy card. <laughs> All right. Continuing on. Continuing on. <laughs> March of the Multitudes. X, green, white, white. I'm pretty sure that's its mana cost. Pretty yep. sure I didn't flip anything around. Nope, you're good. Put, put X, one, one, white soldier creature tokens with lifelink into play. It is an instant. They have finally completed the super cycle. It has convoke also. It has convoke, which yep. is really, really relevant. Yeah, really relevant. Insanely relevant. This card yep. is bonkers. Yep. But they finally completed the super cycle that they started in Return to Ravnica and didn't realize they were making a super cycle and screwed up on. Now Selesnia is finally the tenth and final guild to gain an X spell yep. at Mythic Rare. There we go. Card is sweet. I just wanted to point it out. Cool. They finally finished the cycle. It is right. it is legit good too. 
it does also legit good. It is really good. Yeah. All right. So, good art. Want to say it. Now we're going to talk about interesting cards that I'm not sure. I just I didn't want to just dump a million cards into the bomber busts chat. Yeah. But I want to talk about uh, Runaway Steamkin. So, yep. <laughs> one, one, one for two in red. One in red. Sorry, one, or two, sorry, to one, two in two. It is a okay. two drop in red. Yep, okay. For a one, one. Whenever you cast a red spell, if Runaway Steamkin has fewer than three plus one plus one counters on it, put a plus one plus one counter on Runaway Steamkin. Remove three counters. Add three red to your mana pool. Boy, howdy. <laughs> that can do some shit. Yep. This card is this card is probably like an auto include in the eight whack deck in modern and can actually lean to turn two kills now reliably with the deck. So this card's sweet. Yeah. And it's really awesome. It does really interesting effects, and I'm curious what it might do. I don't know if it's gonna be good enough standard, but it can feasibly attack on turn three as a four four, which is kinda cool. <laughs> and you can add mana to your mana pool. So I just wanna give a shout out to that being sweet. I also want to give a shout out to Legion Warboss, which is not Goblin Rabble Master, because Rabble Master was broken as shit and amazing, but this is close. This card's just good. Two colorless and a red for a 2 2 with Mentor, whatever this creature attacks, but a plus one plus one counter on target attack creature with less power. As being of combat on your turn, create a 1 1 red goblin creature token. That token gains hasten hasten turn and attacks this combat if able. This card is sweet. It's yep. not broken, but it's sweet. It'll probably see play, and it's awesome because it's goblin, and I like goblins. I thought I had to mention it because reasons. <laughs> and finally, we have to talk about my conspiracy theory. All right. Colorless and a red for a 2-2 goblin warrior called Goblin Crater Maker. Great name. Almost mentioned it for the art. Uh, one, Sacrifice Goblin Crater Maker. Choose one. It deals two damage to target creature. So we have an Ember Hauler with an easier to cast mana cost. Cool. Or, destroy target colorless non-land permanents. Huh. This card can kill a Karn. This card can kill an Emrakul, can't it? This card can kill an Emrakul. I think Ugin is going to be in the ne- in one of the next two sets of Ravnica. Hmm. Ugin has a history of making colorless construct-based things. He himself is colorless, and I think this is a hedge against that. Another reason why I have this theory is due to um, Infernal Reckoning, Exile Target Colorless Creature. I think that they are preemptively putting in hate cards for something that will be coming out. So, And Bolas is the brother of Ugin, and one tried to kill the other multiple times, and I'm expecting there to be a Reckoning. And I just want to reckoning. Ha. Ha, 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 ha! All right, cool. <laughs> All right, John. What are the money cards we expect to see? So, as previously stated, Assassin's Trophy is the most expensive card in the set because reasons. <laughs> yes. Annoying ones, but sure, mm-hmm. whatever. Assassin's Trophy. But then we also have a couple cool cards. We have Vraska, Golgari Queen, who is continuing the trend of Planeswalkers that are not universally good, but are good in certain situations. Okay. Uh, she's only good in certain style of decks. I think it's cool. I enjoy playing decks like her, so it'd be sweet yep. if she's playable. So. Yep. Uh, following that up, we have the other Planeswalker of the set, Ral Is It Viceroy, the current leader of the Is It League after taking it away from Niv-Mizzet. Uh... Pretty much worse than Teferi in every way, which sucks. <laughs> because reasons. But if you can't play Teferi and you can play Ral Zarek, he's a good substitute. He's cool. He does cool things. He feeds his own abilities. He gets to remove things. His ultimate's really awesome. It says draw cards on it. <laughs> uh, I'm also really, really intrigued by the art. Why is he holding a strap of white cloth? I do not know. I don't know his story very well. Kind of curious what's going on with that. 
Uh, next up is Under Realm Lich, which is a sweet card, and I, I huh. I'm this card's interesting. Three colors for a black and a green four three zombie elf shaman. Well, at least <laughs> what one of those tribes is not relevant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you would draw a card instead, look at the top three cards of your library, then put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Holy shitballs, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Pay four life. Underrealm Lich gains indestructible until end of turn. Tap it. Hmm. So he's a 4-3, so he quotations dies to lightning strike, but he can protect himself from lightning strike. And that is some card selection right there. <laughs> like, damn. If you it doesn't say at the beginning of your draw step do this. It's, it's not like, it's not like the first card you draw. Yeah. If you would draw a card, if you cast um, Divination with this card in play, you look at the top three, bin two, draw one. Look at the top three, bin two, draw one. That yeah. is insane card selection. And in black green, a lot of times that just reads, if you would draw a card, instead draw three cards. <laughs> yeah, like we've already talked about the powerful, the potential power of undergrowth, and this is the enabler to end all enablers. This this feels like a graveyard set, like <laughs> with some of the crap going on. Yeah, like, damn. Mm -hmm. Damn. But <clears throat> cool. All right. Any, any other big ticket cards? Last but not least, the greatest modern mana fixers since the Dual Lands. Shocklands are back! Yay! Your Shocklands now. People play them. Yeah, pick, pick them up. They'll get cheaper. Hold on to them. Reasons. Shocklands are cool. Mana's cool. I like mana. Uh, yeah. Shocklands. They're, they're Shocklands. What the hell? <laughs> what more do you people want me to say? They're Shocklands. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The art, the art looks good on them. There you go. <laughs> Alright. Favorite card in the set. Alright. I'll start this off, because this is probably not one that you thought I would pick. It very much was not. <laughs> like, I had to double check. I'm like, is this the card I think it is? What the hell's wrong with him? I I read this card, I'm like, this is so cool, and it just got my brain going in a bunch of different directions. Um, so my pick is actually Divine Visitation, which is three white-white. Yes, you heard that correct. It is not a blue card or a black card. Um, <laughs> enchantment at Mythic. If one or more creature tokens would be created under your control, that many 4-4 white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance are created instead. Like, this card's just cool as hell. This card is super interesting. Like, uh, I don't know. I just think of some of the cards. Like, the thing that came into my head is like, oh man, all I want to do is play Leon and War Leader turn four. Turn five, play this and attack. <laughs> attack you 412. <laughs> but, like, like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, I could see building a casual deck, like, with this thing easily. Like, there's just so many cool, like, just raise the alarming and shit like that all day, and, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation about this card being, like, a standard powerhouse. Really? Because there's already, like, there's already token decks that are running around. Oh, fair like, enough. That, like, to, like we, we already talked about March of the Multitudes. Yeah, I that, suppose. That, that plus this is kind of insane. I suppose if you have this out, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, oh, entreat the angels, entreat the angels. <laughs> yeah. at instant speed with Convoke. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, this card could be bonkers. I'm really, 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 really glad that Thrashing Brontodon is still a magic card. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that'll put a damper on this. Plus, also that um, uh, centaur thing the, you were talking about earlier. The Knight of Autumn. But yeah. this, I, I just saw this card. I'm like, this is just like, it just got my brain going. Like, and I was like, oh man, like this would be just a, like for casual decks and stuff like that. I'm like, this would just be so sweet. But, yeah, this card is super interesting. I'm kind of worried about it <laughs> for my own existence sake. I might just get wrecked by people, but we'll see. John, what's yours? Mine is also kind of a shocker for some people, maybe. <laughs> Mine is also not a blue card. 
It is a red card. It is a red-white card. Mine is Aurelia, Exemplar of Justice. Two colorless, red-white, legendary creature, Angel 2-5, with flying and mentor. Mm-hmm. Whenever this creature attacks, put a plus one plus one counter. Target attack creature with less power. At the beginning of combat on your turn, choose up to one target creature you control. Until end of turn, that creature gets plus two plus O, gains trample if it's red, and vigilance if it's white. This card by itself attacks as a two five flying vigilance trample. Four five flying vigilance trample? Four five, sorry. Flying vigilance trample. That's crazy. This card, on curve, gets found by Militia Bugler. That's wild. (laughs) Like, this card, I have a confession to make. I know I literally just said this last week. I actually pre-ordered three of this card. What? This card was... Ten dollars, and I'm like, if this card is good, it's bonkers, and if it's bad, it's an angel, so I can't go much lower. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I pre-ordered three of this card because I want to make sure I can play it if I want to play it, and I have two different lists that might play this card in my head right now. Jeez. Like this card is something. She's something special. So, yeah. I will be shocked if this card does not see play. I will be trying to make this card see play. <laughs> yeah. We both had surprising Just... cards here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I. What is your opinion on the overall feel of the set? What's your... So. Uh, they did it, I guess... They kind of did it again with this set. They, they, Ravnica has a very, very specific feel to it, and I think hitting that feel is very, very important. And they nailed it with this. I think mm. um, the the set the set really has a, has, and they've brought it out more with this one intentionally. But that sort of guild conflict feeling in it really heavily. Um, it's very evocative and everything like that. Um, but honestly. So the, the thing I wrote really quick here was, is the set feels like Ravenna is evocative, but nothing really stands out to me. Like, I, I, I don't look at anything and go, that is amazing. Like, the comparison I use, I'm like, I'm like this set kind of does what Chrono Trigger did for video games. It, it didn't really innovate anything, per se. It just did everything so well that it made it good. Like, yeah, like... I actually kind of like that nothing really stands out in this set because it it gives you that whole lost in the city's feel, right? Like, oh yeah, if you're walking through like downtown of a large city, everything looks the same. <laughs> kind like, of. Like you can't pick out individual people, right? It's just a crowd of people. Like nothing stands out unless it really stands out. Like some random guy walk around naked in a sombrero or some shit, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how cities are, and Ravnica is the city plane, so. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It just it as I was looking through the entire set, everything felt good, but nothing. Yeah, as I said, nothing jumped out at me, and I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, you know, I, I like the little bit of a darker tone they're doing with it for the um uh, the like the intrigue they're trying to pull with it. You know, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But what's what's your opinion? Uh, I have two. I'm approaching the, my opinion from two different standpoints. So, um. From a story perspective, as you said, there there is a very dark undertone for everything. Like, there is a lot of cards in this set that either show or imply that people are getting murderified. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of like implications of assassinations and spying and like, you know, dis- there's a, literally a card called disinformation campaign or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like. It's a very, very different feel from the original, the Return to Ravnica for me than I oh, had. Yeah. Where like Return to Ravnica had a lot more bright things. And yeah, it was really very bright. Much going on. And like 
you know, there's a there was the uh, the Return to Ravica was very much about like a competition, in my opinion, less about you know the this as a whole. I just get a lot of Demir vibes from this set. I agree, a hundred percent. Like Demir is just—it feels like they—they they got their hands in every cookie jar more than normal. They feel like the central guild in this set. Yeah, which is really interesting for the guild that is supposed to be behind the scenes for everything. Whereas, like, so I really, I really like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also have an opinion from a design perspective, and I'm curious what your take is on this because mm-hmm. you're more into design than me. Um, I feel like R&D is really, really trying to play it safe with this set. Are you talking about like, like power level? Power level, design, a lot of stuff like that. Like, there's been a lot of bands lately and a lot of people complaining about standard being shit. And I think, like, I do not agree with said vocal minority for obvious reasons. You know, they're like, ah, everything's red, black. And I'm just like, I'm just going to crush with... Uh, Snake, hope that's okay with everyone. Get Rex scrubs. <laughs> but, like, I feel like there is... The thing about Ravnica is Ravnica almost always results in a gigantic shift in something, right? Like, the original Ravnica brought us Shocklands and Dark Confidants and other such things like that. And, like, the return to Ravnica resulted in a lot of other cards that like had like a big seismic shift for like mopping and stuff revelation. like that. Sphinx's revelation. <laughs> like, and we don't really I don't really see anything like that in this set. And I feel like that's I feel like they tend to take the gloves off for multicolored sets because multicolored sets let you do cool shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they took them off but then put on a little bit of padding over their knuckles anyways. Like, it's not quite pushed as much as most Ravnica sets are, in my opinion. Huh. Interesting. See, I looked at this set and I thought the power level was high. Just in general. Like, I looked at it and I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It could be, like my, like, my whole bias because of, like, my whole opinion on is it right now still. Yeah, that could where be it's it. Like, it. It feels like they were, they were very, very safe with Jumpstart. I, I agree with that. I think that it looks like they were very, very safe with that. But I mean, like, they did print a card with this set that has the line of text of destroy target permanent. Like, that's... This is this is true. That's like, big. And I mean, like, I mean, think about... Think about how... We have, what, four bomber bus cards? Like, there's a lot of... Like, yeah. there's a lot of sets where we sit there and look at it and go... I don't know if... Like, trying to find one, like, <laughs> sometimes is hard. Like... And usually we're talking about standard only. Like these ones, we were able to talk about multiple formats. Yeah, that's true. Like this, this is a set more than any other where I honestly wanted to just sit down and go over every card, card by card, because I had an opinion on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like as you people probably noticed, there's a lot of things that got brought up in the, in this like. There's a lot of things going on, yeah. so it's kind of like, eh, we, I mean, we didn't talk about a lot of things too, and stuff that I think were that are worth talking about in a lot of ways. Like, there's there's still some cards in the set that are high on power level, and cards that are just interesting and everything. Like, there's a lot going on here. So yeah. I don't know if I agree 100 percent with you on that one. Um, I don't feel like i feel like this this set is chrono triggering again to some degree it's not like the power levels there i think like i feel like there's a lot of power in it but it doesn't really feel like they're going outside the box if that makes sense yeah like there's a couple little tweaks and stuff i said but it but it still feels like it's a refinement more so than it's an innovation if that makes sense that's fair all right i don't know it just it I don't look at anything and be like, oh, shit, that's going to be busted is mainly my thing. So. Yeah, fair enough. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. We've had enough bannings to last us quite a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. But, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of good good cards in here. I mean, none of, the mechanics all feel like a relatively known quantity, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you hit, you know, like, go back to Kaladesh or something like that, like vehicles. It's like, oh, we don't know how they're really going to play, honestly. Like, it's some like it's something kind of completely different in, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's similar to equipment, but, you know, it's 
it was still something different. Energy. They had no idea. They had no idea how that was going to work, basically. Yeah. You know, like that's fair. So there's these, but like, you know, mentor. Like, well, we know how things like this kind of work. You know. Yeah. Like we, that's not that far have, out there. We have history of cards similar. Yeah. So like, yeah, like surveil. Like it's going to be better than scry, but we've had we've had scry. You know, jumpstart. We've had flashback. You know, like these. The things we we tend to we tend to get these things they're not like way way out there, you know. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like I I think the design is really cool, and I like that sort of the tightness of it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. That's maybe the the more you talk, the more I'm like maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. But I just got to start talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's still weak. Huh? <laughs> is it a stupid? I I won't argue with you there. We'll we'll see, but I'm yeah. I I I will agree with you on face value right now. But cool, John. Any other thoughts before we wrap this beast up? <sighs> I don't think so. All right. I actually had like a random questions for Fletcher thing that popped in my head oh, like three days ago, and I right. forgot what it was because oh. I never wrote it down. Write it down if you think of it again. Yeah, I should. All right. Well, let's let's close this thing up then. So, um, if you want to send us some feedback, you can shoot us an email at thelocalmeta at gmail Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc, and all of this good stuff will eventually, in the near-ish future, once I finally get done setting stuff up, will be um be available uh, at thelocalmeta.com. Uh, including links to my Twitch stream and things like that. But cool, 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 cool. John, we did it. We made it through the whole set review. Yay. Right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the pre-release. I can tell you that one. Yeah. Not going to lie. It's not very often that I literally wake up and be like, man, I can't wait for a week to go by. Yeah, but right. I definitely did. Yeah. Cool. And eventually I'll start dreading it. So I got to start trying to collect cards for two different standard decks. <laughs> one, one for me and one for you. Yep. I'll get you a deck for that uh that Grand Prix. Also that invitational yo. Oh yeah, that you qualified for. Like a boss. Like. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's all I that's all we got for now, so um, uh, I guess we will catch you next time. <laughs>